Welcome back to All This. This is part two of the Vibe Check episode, Are You Ready for Marriage? If you haven't heard part one yet, you can find it right under this episode. Everything that leaves room for interpretation does not have to be discussed or covered by oneself. Mm, that's deep. Ugh. Ugh. I love okay. that. It's actually not even advised to try to interpret to interpret like the Quran by yourself. That's why there are scholars, that's why there are ustas and all that. They have like they have dedicated Don't get me wrong though. When I say journey, I don't mean it as like journey as in oh you just go by yourself and oh, you just like let them see montagne and that's not what i mean <laughs> that's not what i mean but i mean as in like, oh, Alex like um <laughs> go, Alex, go. As in, i don't i don't need anybody else to to like you know you're not relying on I think Khalid is trying to say. Khalid, I think what he decided to say is that I didn't pray today. So it's because my husband didn't tell me to pray. I'm saying I'm not making it a responsibility for someone else, but I'm making exactly. it a standard for someone to be pious and for us to, to help each other. Because obviously, it's not just in religion, in every aspect of life. Like, bro, why are we going to school? Because we want to learn, like, from other people and everything right this conversation because we want to have each other's opinion so obviously everything you do in life you have to have other people's inputs like that's what it is about but when it comes to this specific point i just feel like it's not somebody else's responsibility but mine and I feel like we would all want someone to like make us exactly. like a better it's version a of ourselves. We're not expecting that from them, Jean. We're not expecting them to like teach us or like push us to be like she probably might speak it. Yeah, no, totally. like we're not expecting them to like totally yeah. push us to practice religion, you know? Yeah. But it would be a good thing yeah you're on your grave on your own like at the end of the day you should strive to be a better muslim first right. you know, on your and, and everything happens for a reason as well if a, if someone is in your life is always going to teach you something regardless that's you know that's true yeah. y'all are spitting right now i'm about to cry i'm having quotes this shit hey shut up Feeling so much, feeling so much, we're gonna have to drink a gallon of water after this. Please, no jokes. No jokes. No jokes. I beg. I beg. What you mean you knew? For the water. What you mean you knew? Y'all opened the way for it. We're gonna, we did. Let's not do that again. We're gonna move on to the next question, which is How do you deal with low iman? Um, all right, don't leave it that. So uh, what I do is I, first of all, I have many spiritual books and I always go back to them because I feel like they're really nice. They have really nice reminders in them that just help me um, seeing my religion in a different way and knowing how important it is and everything. But also what I do the most is also listen, just listen to Quran. I feel like it goes a long, long way. Just mm-hmm. listening to Quran and trying to read the um, la traduction pour savoir what it means. 
And sometimes it can be very scary, to be honest, when you read it. <laughs> it can be very scary because you're like, wow, I've yep. so many things in my life that are not okay. But like, it's always good to remind yourself of these things. So yeah, I listen to Quran, I read stuff. I listen to podcasts a lot. Like I listen to a lot of Islamic podcasts and I talk to people like Rama and I just had this conversation, I think three weeks ago about hijab and stuff. And I just think it's also really important to talk to other people about your... Mm-hmm. About, about your you guys just yeah talk about it and it's just inspiring I guess so yeah you can like find ways in which you could help each other exactly and... so I feel like for example the way you introduced me to that book was just a way for me to, to yeah <laughs> yeah just a way for me to genre, come back and all these things so yeah yeah I read I listen and yeah okay so the way I deal with low iman I would say that I actually like enjoy doing dikr see it's uh-huh. really like um uh how's it called again how can I explain it exactly I was trying to explain it like in a non um exactly so I actually really enjoy that because that's like literally like Islamic meditation. Mm-hmm. So it's always like very helpful. I also enjoy doing acts of remembrance, like um, the extra prayers, um, you know, things like the that. The sunnah prayers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and reading my books, listening to the podcasts, which I actually do a lot. But it's always like very helpful, surtout les podcasts, because um so it's always things like you know different things you know based on whatever day it is it do and since those acts of remembrance are just like very very important because ça te donne l'opportunité en fait de think about it like essayer de de cogiter dans ta tête et tout et voilà it helps mm-hmm. a lot okay what about you, Kumba? Um, personally, more, I usually do this listening to podcasts, it helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But also, like, when I feel like I'm starting to, like, feel lost in my religion, I think you always put someone or, like, something in my life genre, that brings me back to it, you know? C'est pour ça mm-hmm. I'm heavy on the, like, everything happens for a reason. Parce que y a toujours des moments où, like, où I feel like I get back to it or something happens in mm-hmm. my life that genre make me want to get back to it. Mm-hmm. And besides that, I feel like my mom too, she's truly an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Some of you don't know that, but genre, she was a Christian before. Yeah, mm-hmm. she converted. Mm-hmm. And, and like she always makes sure that she like she reminds me to like pray or like she inspires me and she sends me like videos or quotes to make me feel better you know mm-hmm. so you she's know always she there Kwasa? do you know why she does that why she does what why she is very religious now and stuff like that i mean because she was as i said she was like a christian before yeah and she was religious in her christianity right but then she chose that religion which means that she was committed something. to it. it was her choice yeah, i was, you know? was going to answer that question too uh yeah. are all of us born in islam right Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay so people who really experience the beauty of the religion are those who 
weren't Take born it for Muslims. granted. That's very like, no, that are those who weren't born Muslims, like those who changed and so he right? supported. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All life I literally lived the same thing because my dad was mm-hmm. born Christian too, and he reverted like, oh, like maybe like in his thirties. Yeah, but. He has come like a really long way, and yeah. till this day, like he's very exactly. like, upon like his religion, he's very practicing it. So it's always like very inspiring. They they definitely don't take it for granted because yeah. they know they don't. They know. Know. The ones the ones who were born in, in Islam, we're the ones who take it for granted. Because yeah. I feel like we've been in it for so long yeah. that at some point we become insensitive to it in a way. Exactly. Like, like they come in it in a diff- at a different moment. And so they... Yeah. Like they cool. chose to learn it. They, they chose, chose like, it. Alors it nous, c'est, c'est trop, c'est ça. Although I feel like in a certain moment in our life, we also get to a point where we choose it as well. Because moi, c'est yeah. like, right. That's true. It, but I did get to a point of awakening where I actually was like, Okay, I'm a Muslim. Genre, where you deep it, and you're like, okay, yep. I'm Muslim, you know? No, it'd be like that. It'd yeah. really be like that. Au début, that. c'est c'est de manière très robotique, genre mécanisme, genre okay, I'm praying because I'm in a house mm-hmm. where everyone prays. I'm just gonna do it. Okay, I learn Quran every Sunday. Okay, okay, mais après, surtout quand tu vas à l'université, genre exactement. I was gonna say that. Ouais. Genre, it hits but, you yeah. different. Yeah, but Madani, you're totally right. Madani, what about you? How do you deal with low iman? Okay, before I answer the question, I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure so I could understand, I could answer it right away. Um, Iman is faith. Is yeah. it? Jean okay. de foi. Is it faith? Pardon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, it's some things that I keep in mind that whenever I'm on, I'm exposed to a situation where I have to make a decision, mm-hmm. those things come back to my head. And you know they get me straight. So basically, the first thing I have in my head is, like Kumba said, everything happens for a reason, and mm-hmm. God would not put me or put anyone else that's like believing in Him. They will put them into situations that He He does not think they can handle, no matter mm-hmm. how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you. Basically, sometimes you just have to take more time, of course, to think about it and go through the things that you're going through, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And, but at the end of the day, if you really want to get out of it and really want to fix it the way that you want, but the way that it should be done too, mm-hmm. you're going to, even though you're going to have to put maybe extra effort in it. You know, it's about mm-hmm. your will. Right. If, you, if your will is strong enough, it's a lot of things that you can accomplish and then a lot of things that you can overcome, even right. though they almost change you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's I like nice. that. That's true. I, I really agree with that. What about you, Garidu? How do you deal with Doi Man? All right. So what I'm about to say might sound weird, but like, um, like I said, I've said it earlier. Like I'm not a, you know, I'm not a excellent Muslim. I wouldn't call myself that you know but i have like crazy faith like my faith in god is like really really large you know mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. but it's like really large like uh, i'm not gonna say that oh i'm i'm a good muslim and everything mm-hmm. but like my faith is really crazy and like every time i stumble this this might be weird but like every time i stumble mm-hmm. 
I feel like there's just a moment where like God picks me back up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, where, it's like, not weird. Yeah, you know, God, I get you. I get it God, too. God like shows me something. Will be, will be like, you know, like I just start being on track again. Surtout now, depuis que parce que like all my life I lived with my parents, you know. Mm-hmm. But this past year I was in university and everything, and like. You know, I was alone. And it's like, there's a moment where when you're alone, is it gets kind of hard, you know? But mm-hmm. you know, I feel like God just opens ways for you, you know? And it's He like, does. every time you ask, every time I sit down and I ask, God delivers. He, he right. does it his way. Because right. he's God. But he always delivers. Okay. Um, I feel like for me, the way I deal with low Iman is... First of all, listening to podcasts, I listen to Mufti a lot because he makes me feel like, because, you know, when I'm uh, personally, when I'm going, when I'm having low Iman, low faith and everything, I feel like the worst Muslim on earth. I remember every sin I've ever committed and it just doesn't encourage you to like, you know, have hope. So I listen to Mufti and listening to him really gives me hope. And also I do my best to make the Hajjit prayer as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And also, a little also kind of like what Khalidu said, like whenever I'm going through those moments where I'm, I have low iman, God always finds a way to bring me back to him. Like he will, he always finds a way to humble me to the point where I know now that like, what to the point where I have no one else to turn to except for me, for him. <laughs> like he literally, and it always works. It's crazy. Like he'll, like make me, he'll make me go through things where I feel like, oh my God, I hate my life. I don't want to be here. And that thing I was going through, I saw it as the worst thing ever. It was actually what he used to bring me closer to him. Mm. So, so yeah, that's, he always, that's the way God does it for me. And yeah, listening to doing, also doing zikr, just like Aziz has said, listening to podcast and to hundred prayer. Let me tell you something about God right now. Right quick, right quick for a minute. I feel mm-hmm. pretty parenthesis. Out, of, out mm-hmm. of all the things... <laughs> Like, like, like okay we understand we are in different fields of life right mm-hmm. and i'm gonna talk for me in my case when i talk to people about what i want to do they'll be mm-hmm. like damn are you are you not scared of flying or are you not scared of the planes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it makes you realize that there's a lot of things in this life the more you get to know them the less scared or the less fear you have towards those things. That's so true. God Mm. is the only thing. The more you get to know him, the more you fear him. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes you just got to get to know God and what he said at the right, you know, for. That is so true. Yeah, like that, so I can actually relate to that so much. Like the more you learn yeah. about God, the less fear you have. So you you just you you don't fear anything anymore. You don't fear the same things they used to fear because you know that there is a God and He's the only one in control. Like He's bigger than all your problems. He's bigger than all your sins. And and then you fear Him. You fear yep. Him. I was gonna exactly, say that. exactly. Like that one, part. One funny thing, right, is that before, right before, um. Like, I don't know, God, mashallah, always has protected me about a whole lot of stuff. Before, I used to see people sin, like be in sin, you know, and be like, oh, 
why am I not like that? I don't know if y'all understand, but like they would uh, yeah, be I understand that. and I would be like, oh, but these people have this or people are doing this and I'm mm-hmm. not, right? Mm-hmm. But right now, I understand a whole lot of stuff that I'm think I'm really thanking God that I haven't doing been through that. Well, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. a yeah. whole lot of stuff. That's very good, and that's a sign that he's. Yeah, it's motivating. Like, especially when you pray for something and you actually end up seeing it, it feels so good. Like, it makes you want to pray even more. Yeah. Like, at that point, you see what that's crazy yeah all right so so we're moving on to the next question which is what is one well this is this is a very personal question what is one thing within your character that you were sincerely trying to rectify for the sake of allah (laughs) this is is hard but it is hard it's personal (laughs) it's very personal (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I hate y'all so much. Um, franchement, once again, uh, I'm gonna refer to this book, but it's false attachments. I feel like one thing that I've recently found out is that I am way too attached to this world. I am way too attached to a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. I'm attached to many things that qui m'empêche de devenir a better version of myself. Yeah, I'm not going to open up about, but like a lot of things in this world that people do and everything that I want to, that I also do, it could, I know they're haram, but then I don't want to give them up because they're so normalized, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like they fall in the context of false attachments. And as I said in the beginning of the episode, I hold on to memories a lot. I really like moments and stuff. And I feel like all those things are also a sign that I am way too attached to to things to people and to to moments and that's not what I should be attached to I should be attached to God right so I think that is one thing about me that I try to change I try to change my attachment styles and my attachment to this word and to these things that are not good yeah I think we can all relate to that right we can all false attachments is something that like we're all attached to things we're not supposed to be attached to whether it's people or things or even this life like just being yeah. afraid of death is a, is an attachment totally. to this life totally so, yeah what about you Azizah? um one thing i'm trying to rectify for the sake of a lot is letting go and being less anxious mm, okay because I don't know, like, there are so many people holding on to heavy loads and trying to make it through the race, literally. People are literally holding on to fears, insecurities, and especially, like, about their future, about what they want for themselves, about making things happen for themselves. It's just like, and all those things are very, like, much, like, it weights on you. It brings you a lot of anxiety, especially, and a lot of fear. But as a Muslim, those are not really characters of traits that you should embody mm-hmm. leave everything up to god and just have patience and tawakul, literally mm-hmm. but always like being anxious about the future and all that though you don't control it it's just like kind of like um it's it's kind of like uh because it's like you're putting your faith in god but you're stressing about the future 
Mm-hmm. At the same time, not being able to let go. Like sometimes like in life, you know, things happen. Things that happen to everybody. But we also need to be aware that, you know, we need to let go of things and just move on. Because not letting go just makes you stuck at one certain place in history. And it's just wrong for your character. It waits on your heart. It, it's like you're talking man. to me right now. Damn. No, she's well, not talking to me too. That's, like, that's, that's very true. These attachments, I need to let them go. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I agree with Aziza. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so honestly, I can relate to whatever Aziza said so much because, like, I feel like je me contredis beaucoup. I'm like, I overthink. I'm I'm the type of person who overthinks a lot. I'm such an anxious person, but I'm also the type of person who's always like, everything happens for a reason, you know, genre, let go, let God, it comes up, but I don't really like apply it in my life, you know, because I feel like I'm anxious about everything. I overthink about everything. So like, that's something I would want to stop. So like, I feel like that would change a lot in my life, you know? maybe the first step is to like be like be less anxious and like starting to let god take control over my life you know mm-hmm. so yeah okay what about you Manani? um before i understand i kumba was saying something very interesting that i want to talk about mm-hmm. and it's part of the answer too mm-hmm. um she was saying that she's feeling sometimes she wants to let go of feeling anxious. As I was saying the same thing too, and worrying too much about things. Like mm. I was watching, I was watching something, and then it went to a point where it was two guys. They were about to face a very dangerous moment, mm-hmm. and one of them asked the other, "Are you scared?" You know, as a man, you ask that to another man, they will always tell you no or some shit mm-hmm. like that. You feel me out of pride, mm-hmm. but he said yes. And the guy that asked the question answered, he said, good. That means you're not stupid. Mm. And I feel the same thing sometimes about a lot of things since that day. Sometimes you feel anxious or you feel like you're worrying too much about things. Let's say it's true, it's true that you really have to let things in God's hand, but they start with you. Mm-hmm. And take that as a reminder that things got to start with you first. Mm-hmm. Things comes, those thoughts come to your head because of a reason. Just find out what it is. It can be different for everybody. But there, yeah, madame, you start to coupe. Oof. You spitting. You spitting. You really spitting. Come on, water. Now, to, to answer like that question. Right now. Mm-hmm. To answer that question, mm-hmm. um, I realized that most of the things we worried about when it comes to religious uh characters mm-hmm. are those answers and those advices are in the book and mm-hmm. instead of sometimes feeling like doing this or doing that we should just go fetch for the answers but right. most of the times what humans do is they ask a fisherman advices to go to the gym mm-hmm. instead of asking uh little trainer so mm-hmm. it's some things that we don't know mm-hmm. and those answers are over there in the book the book is a book of truth it's a book about everything mm-hmm. like it sums up everything how you should live 
il y a même, il y a même d'autres books à part qui, des, des books about how the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to live with his wives and stuff like that. Mm. So basically, we just got to find those things, those writings mm. that's going to be interpreted with all the things that we, we know, summarizing all the things that we went through, all the things that we experienced and stuff like that and find our own answers. Damn. That was you ate. No, you ate. He so, ate. So, so what I'm what I'm oh, trying okay. to let go of is the fact that I try to get answers not the wrong place, but the lazy way. Instead of yeah. actually putting the work in and get the right answer at the right place. Or from the right people. Okay. That's what I'm trying to let go of. Nice. That was good. That was really motivating and inspiring. Definitely, Madonna. All right. Kalidu. It's your turn. For me, I feel like it's being lazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason why the reason why I'm saying that is because um personally, and I'm like I'm talking about really personal, it really stopped me from doing a lot you know because i know my capabilities and i know that like with everything i do usually when i put the work in Mm. usually i'm the best at it you know Mm -hmm. but because of laziness or (laughs) if sometimes something something is too easy i'll just be like ah you know like uh, and not do it you know but Mm -hmm. like just yeah, being lazy, and I'm talking about in the religion because it stops me from doing research, from like doing the bare minimum, learning learning more Quran. From, mm-hmm. Damn, know, we talking about the same more, thing. That's crazy. More, definitely, Madani. Yeah, paying more, you know. But just I'm just the fact that being lazy and like since it applies to religion, it also applies to life in general. Mm-hmm. Oh, I felt this so much. Genre, do, I feel like we don't go the extra mile. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have a question. Uh-huh. Are you the type to like work well under pressure? Yes. Yeah, you sound like it. When you say under no, pressure, you said that you're lazy, but then when you do it, you're actually good at it. You know, so you just need like a push. You know. Mm. And and the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is, right? For me, I feel like it's, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to blame it on the Senegalese approach. Hey. Things, you know, because <laughs> the, right? the thing is, as a kid, when you're in Senegal as a kid, right, mm-hmm. what they do is, I feel like people just, uh, so usually mm-hmm. that's what they do. Mm-hmm. People just usually Black and white. put the thing on top of you and just, just tell you to go. You yeah. know, that's usually what they do. When you go up and get alone, that's what you used to, and you don't have that kick anymore. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's so true. So it's like hey, that's once you go up, right now. it could it goes back to, to when we said about converts. Because yeah, and the religion. Yeah, it becomes meca- a mechanism. Like we don't go like further than that, so we you become. Don't exactly. don't yeah, that's very true. Yeah, the truth is like, when it comes to oh, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you. Yeah, real quick. So it's like, for example, 
you're saying like working under pressure, right? But you won't like when I say under pressure, you don't even understand it. I'm talking about, for example, right? I'm gonna just say Zaps. That's just the last example. But in Zaps, for example, right? Like, Jean, evaluation, for example, right? If it's a subject that I know well, and then we have two hours, right? That's what we used mm -hmm. to have, right? And mm -hmm. then we have two hours. I will sleep an hour and a half, and then we do the <laughs> test in 30 minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I Everybody's get it now. <laughs> I feel like that's that's and it applies on everything. Genre. It applies to everything, even education. The way, genre, tu vois même à l'école réciter les leçons, genre. Now that I think about it, that's pointless. Genre, on récite, on savait même pas, on mémorisait, on savait même pas. C'est comme quand tu apprends le Coran au Sénégal. Il y a tellement de gens. Ils ouais. le ils savent pas, on connaît pas la signification. Mm -hmm. Alors, on récite, on parcourise, on récite, alors qu'on sait pas ce qu'on dit. Ah, what are your views on female and male platonic relationships after marriage? Because when you really think about it, in Islam, we're not even like supposed to be friends with like the other the other gender. We're not supposed to be the things that we all know that like the things we've normalized are not right. So like when you when you look at the friends that you have right now and you think after marriage, how is that gonna be? Like, what are your views on that? So I don't know. It's very tricky because, as you said, we're not supposed to be friends. So mm, I don't know, man. Like, but like, I feel like I've grown with so many people, and as I said, I'm someone that get attached to people and memories and stuff. So I feel like this is gonna be really hard for me. And mm -hmm. my views on it are that, franchement, moi, je pense que c'est c'est rien. Genre, if you guys, si c'est ton frère, genre de, de S et tout, genre il y a pas de problème, tu vois. Like your husband shouldn't be genre mad about it but I... genre, shouldn't there still be boundaries though genre, par exemple, yeah. tu avais l'habitude de talk on the phone yeah. with your guy every yeah. night till 5am like, no I agree totally <laughs> there should be boundaries no, that shit that shit getting cut off you are there should be boundaries and you should talk to your husband about it he should tell tell you like how he feels about it but i think you should still be friends with those people but with boundaries mm -hmm. yeah okay i agree with that i i'm definitely with that what about you azira so when it comes to platonic relationships, um, I feel like the relationships that were there before the marriage could still continue, you know, because mm -hmm. those are like people like that you maybe grew up with, that you have so many memories with it too. And in my instance, for example, like my close guy friends are literally my brothers, literally like they are my brothers from another mother, because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we're all related. We all have the same grandparents. If you think about it. She <laughs> <laughs> sounded like Mufti right now. She sounded like oh, Mufti. Um, when it comes to platonic relationships, I feel like the relationships that were there, like from each side, whether it's the husband or the wife, and the relationship that were there, like um, before the marriage, 
could still like continue but with respect and boundaries because mm -hmm. now your husband is your kidifer you have to answer to him you know mm -hmm. so you don't want to put him in a position where he might feel uncomfortable or that he may not like what is actually going on or anything like that like you can still maintain relationship but just in respect to that person you just try to have like another outlook of them right respect and boundaries and same but, goes for the man exactly Ma. but um one thing i would say is like for instance like the old relationships could still continue but if like I'm married to someone and they start having new relationships with like some opposite uh, gender and same goes for me, I don't think that would be okay. Because why are you looking for another friend, right? No, that's true. Enough friends, babes. I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Okay. What about you, Kumba? Um, I think I'm gonna keep my friends because like I don't want to cut them off as soon as I get married. Because what? Me. No, of course. Yeah, Jean, but at the same time, I feel like there should be like an understanding on both sides. Like my husband should know that I had friends before I knew him and I had friends before I got to marry him, you know, so he should understand that. At the same time, my friends should be understanding that I'm married now. Jean, mm -hmm. I'm not as available that, as I was before, tu vois? Don't, mm -hmm. You cannot just call me anytime. You cannot. You have to be respectful about it and know that I'm married. Mm -hmm. And it's all about understanding, you know, so like as long as there are like limits and respect, je pense que ça peut passer crème on right. both sides. I agree. What about you, Melanie? On va me couper le mot de la bouche. Yeah, basically, I don't want to give up on my friends. They're, they are part of the other c'est les déterminants de la personne que je suis aujourd'hui quoi les enfants partis so I don't want to let go of them and of course there's gonna be boundaries but it starts with the friend itself right like moi comment je suis comment je suis I don't like to be bomusus quand les gens disent bomusus I don't know how to say that in English or in French but quand les gens disent top bomusus because you know, you're playing, kind of playing with the boundary of someone else. And I yeah. don't like to get in that situation because you don't know how people are going to react. Right. You don't know what they're going to do. You don't know how they're going to cut you off. You don't know. You don't know. You never know. You feel me? And you don't even know what they're going to think of it. Especially okay. thinking, knowing that you're married now and you're doing all this extra stuff. Like, come on. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. the friends can stay. And it definitely, it's definitely an intention. And we're talking about a religion that talks a lot about intentions too. Mm -hmm. It is It's a lot of things that are that are like prohibited, but if your intentions are good, there's a way around it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We can still have friends, but know what their intentions are and make sure it is what it is. You feel me? Mm -hmm. You know, we can lead up to other things that you unfortunately don't want to speak of. Right, right. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. What about you, Kalidu? If you know me, you know I have a lot of girlfriends, right? I was about to say Not that. Not girlfriends. Not girlfriends, but like girlfriends. No, we know? get it. We get it. So, like, the thing is, right now, it's all cool and everything. But, like, if you get in a relationship or you're married, I feel like um, 
there are like like y'all said certain boundaries where mm. um i'm not gonna cut my friends off but i have to think about my own like because i f- i feel like everything relates back to me because i'm a very possessive person right mm-hmm. so like if i have certain type of relationship with my friends even though it's all friendship and everything like there is certain type of stuff that i wouldn't want my wife to to still have after we're married you know mm-hmm. so since i'm not since i expected to not have that i expect myself not to have that too because you know it's marriage so it has to be fair right and you both have to agree on certain stuff you know okay before you can go on a bunch and be like oh azizah um let's go bunch and everything but i can't just wake up and compare them comfort there every day be like oh rama where you at i'm coming to get you i can't can't do that anymore because right yep so, um, but you know you can just wake up sometimes and be like oh all you guys is, let's just go brunch and then you know that's all cool yeah and one thing i would love to actually do is to introduce both sides you know like yeah. introduce my friends and my husband and everything and like it goes both ways like he introduced yeah. me to his to his girls it was up so next question is are you willing to understand and apply your partner's love languages to that yes 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 i feel like um if you don't everyone has love languages and if you don't learn how to love someone the way they want to be loved and if you don't apply it they're not going to receive your love i don't know if i'm making sense right now but mm-hmm. you know Oui. What, do you want, what do you want me to answer now that you're saying this? <laughs> voilà. Like, I'm just going to be like, what Jiba said. Oh, no, my she God. Ate, she ate, she ate. No, oh you're kidding. Okay, you know what? Yeah, that's it. That's all I have to say. No, but Voila. that's so true, though, because you could, if you're not, if you don't care about your, your partner's love what? language, you could think you're doing everything and mm-hmm. this person has no reason to complain when the whole time the person doesn't even know if you really love them. Totally. Exactly. 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 Yeah, I first want to period. I'm going to forget me, y'all. All right. My name is Samil. You're next. So I feel like understanding your own language and your partner's Definitely. love language can give you valuable information about what you need to feel loved and what you can do for your partner to make them feel loved. And it's It's kind of like all about genre, vivre en communauté, you know, because people have different desires and needs in a relationship. And that's that can be like different relationships. That could be a friendship, just like it could be a, a, love, a, a love relationship. But recognizing a partner's love language helps a person make sure their, their partner's needs and wants are always being met, mm-hmm. you know? So it's all about like making them feel love, showing them what they mean to you. Exactly. I understand love language so they can understand it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you want them to feel love, you've got to talk to talk in their love language. Even if it's not your love language, but that's all about love. Love yeah. is compromising. That's that part especially. Yeah. You have to make the effort. Okay, what about you, Kumba? Moi perso, I feel like understanding your partner's love language is going to save you so much energy and time because you're actually going to like make sure they're being loved right. You know, you're not going to put out your whole heart thinking you're doing the right thing. They're not even 
seeing it or they're not even feeling it tu vois so like i feel like that's the first step of like a, a good relationship at this point genre, a healthy relationship because you're going to make sure your partner is like receiving your love and vice versa tu vois so mm-hmm. yeah okay madani i mean i ain't gonna lie to you, but i pretty much said Uh, the reason the reason why people want to get to know you is because they want to learn how to how, how you need to be loved you feel me mm-hmm. so they could eventually provide and once once you get to that point that's when to that's when you know when when you need to listen to her when you right. need to comfort her and all that mm-hmm. so that that is a little that may be a little thing but once you get that you get access to a lot of other doors that are open to you mm-hmm. which is very important so yeah definitely that question i i really want to sit down with somebody who says no to that question but it could explain it to me right right because <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't make sense to say no to this like what right. if said, at this point just say you don't care you hate your partner like exactly, you don't care. exactly. what about you Kalidu? so for me it's the no What? What? Just kidding. Voila, you manifested it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm about to go off on him. I'm about to go off. Oh my god, I died. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so the way you show your love for me is very important. You know, I feel like it also makes the person. It also makes people like you or not like you. You know. Mm-hmm. So, it's it is very important. I feel like okay. Important. Okay. All right. So we're moving on to the next question, which is, what are you like when you get upset? So a few examples would be, are you, if you're, are you the type to give the silent treatment, or do you do you just throw things or punch the wall, or you just walk away or leave the house instead of dealing with it, like? What are you like when you're upset and angry? Uh, perso, déjà de base, I am a talkative person. I think I am a talkative person. So when I'm upset, I talk a lot. I just say everything that's on my chest. And it's sometimes annoying to the person. I feel like <laughs> it can be very annoying to the person because they're like, I feel like to a certain point, I don't give the space for the other person to talk, which is something I need to work on. But mm-hmm. I definitely talk. I'm not, I don't give silent treatments. I don't leave or anything. I just, yeah, I talk. So, yeah. Okay. What about you, Azira? When I'm angry, I cannot speak. Like, I cannot even get a word out of my mouth. And it's just like, sometimes you need time to process what you what just happened and everything that lead up to whatever made you upset. Otherwise, you just don't want to appear like, you don't want to appear like over- overreactive you want to be able to talk with logic you know mm-hmm. to logic your ways into things but when like like something happens and right on the spot you want to speak about it I feel like you're just speaking out of emotions and sometimes our emotion clouds our judgment mm-hmm. so I feel like for this reason sometimes you just need time to cool down so that you don't explode and so that you just got you just move along with the logic and just like acknowledge your feelings make logical things out of everything and just not try to make the situation any worse so that you guys could both both parties could come to an understanding mm-hmm. okay that's very true it is what about you Kumba? 
Um, well, David should I punch the wall? But <laughs> <laughs> nothing special. Just punching the wall. But, yeah, just punching the wall. Yeah, nothing too much. Nothing too extra, you know. Nothing too extra. Nothing too extra. Just let it go and punch the wall. Okay. <laughs> no, me. Plus sérieusement, I feel like I'm so like I'm I'm the type of person I'm bad at, at confrontation. Et genre, I would give you the silent treatment because I expect you to know what you did wrong, which is very toxic. I know, <laughs> I know. May that's how I am, and I wish like I no. I'm trying to change it. I'm gonna change it because like I feel like communicating is like very essential in a, a relationship, mm-hmm. any type of relationship. So yeah, I'm working on that. Okay, what about you, Madani? I hate it when you read my hands, so. <laughs> but like Kumba said, I'm bad at confrontations too. Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I don't remember the last time I was upset as well or mad. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's, it's, it's something about me that I don't want to get to because I don't know how I react. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of things that I'm holding up to, holding up inside me, they're probably going to explode as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely don't want to get there, but the type of person I I am, it's, mm-hmm. it won't get there. I'm good at communication because I'm bad at confrontations. So mm-hmm. if I don't want it to get to some point before you even get there, I'm mm-hmm. gonna calm you down, and the way I'm gonna speak to you is mm-hmm. gonna make you realize that you're just doing some extra shit. You're stupid. Well, mm-hmm. uh, like, I, it started so well. <laughs> But I relate to both of y'all, honestly. Genre, je suis exactement yeah. comme Kumba et Madani. I hate confrontation with my heart. Genre. But it de- also depends on how angry I am. Because right. most of the time, it's usually I hate confrontation. I'm not going to address it until maybe I feel like it. But if I'm really, really, really upset, I'm going to say things that I I'm, I know eventually I'm going to regret or say things that I shouldn't be saying, which is something I'm really working on. But most of the time, it's the confrontation issues like i'm just no, not the thing say. is the thing is with child women i'm gonna tell y'all this because this is something that i'm gonna stop you okay for kumba for kumba and rama who said that yeah. they're gonna give you the <laughs> the the policeman you see now come on no no the silence treatment mm-hmm. yeah do you really think that if the person knew what they did, they would have came and asked y'all what's going on? But any, like, honestly, most of the time, love to ask does not. Most of the time, the person but knows I know exactly what they did. As I said, as I said, it's toxic, you know? It's a toxic. They but know. They just be acting clueless. They know. Because me, Sometimes personally, they don't know the drama. Sometimes no, they moi, don't. I can only speak for myself. When I right. say I hate confrontation, it's in a reasonable way. If I give you the silent treatment, trust me, I know 100%. You but know like, what you say. Rama, you, you say- for the person that I know, like for the Rama that I knew or I thought I knew, mm-hmm. uh, I really thought you you were the queen of confrontations, to be honest. What you're telling me right now is <laughs> so see? shocking to me. People are not what they seem. Yeah, are not no, for real. I come off, just I that come off you- as someone who's very like, vocally aggressive when it comes to me talking talking oh, about yeah, my that New York shit you got that that's what I was about to say <laughs> I get that a lot but that's not how I am I hate drama I hate confrontation and if I give you I'm the silent treatment best believe it's because you know what you did you just 
for you just uh, acting clueless. I believe that Rahama, Jean, she's a really patient person, but like once like you push her to get to that point, Jean confronting you, she's gonna leave you. Like she's gonna let you go. Exactly. That's one thing about Rahama. I think I'm very confronted. Come confrontational i don't know i think that's breaking. Breaking. i don't not in a dramatic or I wish. not in a hulu or dramatic way but just because i always think that my feelings are valid and they should be vocalized because the grand problem yeah. with relationships and not only love genre, even friendships in fact, it's after you realize that it's misunderstandings like a, a conversation could have gone could have saved you so much time and drama Et c'est pourquoi mm-hmm. genre, maintenant, I do all my best to always vocalize my feelings. I, would, I wish everyone was like me too. Yeah. I wish. Like, I know sometimes it comes off as, as very dramatic and confrontational, blah, blah, blah. but <laughs> I just think it's I know, the only way I can solve problems. But I just feel like sometimes also you got to understand how your partner like um, reacts towards certain situations. For instance, yeah. like if they give you the silent treatment, maybe like you want to wait until they've cooled down you know right like actually feel like talking first things it's like you're not really helping the situation yeah. no yeah you should definitely read the room if the person is not receptive or open to conversation or anything you should obviously wait because la personne va pas écouter ce que tu dis if they're not going to process it so sometimes the best answer is time time will tell in that state of mind is not it's always going to be like something out of emotions yeah and like Mm -hmm. i tell you it's not it's not when you're mad that you always say what you what you feel deep down but i just think letting things sit but i just feel like letting things sit leaves room for interpretation which also misunderstandings because instead of fixing the problem and none of you guys are talking then the other person is going to assume things and you're going to assume things and that's going to bring more problems so i sometimes feel like obviously like the conversation is going to come just when feelings are not totally like when emotions are not literally boiling understanding Mm, yeah no i that depends on the difference it's personal yeah no, no but the thing but the thing is though right one mm-hmm. thing is that like for me everything i gotta tell you like everything i i think like if you're my friend for example right if you're my friend or my girlfriend or anything like that everything i think about you i like i told you like i told you right you know mm-hmm. so even if i'm mad there's nothing new i'm telling you okay but then so you, it's but like, are you, are like you that. to say things that you don't mean when you're mad no whatever okay. i say when i'm mad i mean it exactly but you shouldn't hold that standard to everybody because not everybody is the same some people no. think logically when they have gone through like the episode or whatever happened and they speak out of emotions when you literally kind of like um um i don't want to say force them to speak on the spot but like when they have to speak on the spot about whatever but, happened but, right but, now but like what i'm the saying episode? is right uh-huh. but I thought, because the trick it's like me it's all about relationships for me it's the sexual part the beauty yeah for this me, is it's about marriage about, it's about relationships it, yeah that's what i'm saying yes. when it, for me it's it's all about like 
relationships and how I feel about the person. Pushing mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, right? If it's you, Aziza. No, right? no, my person. Or, We're still talking about relationships. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying in general. I'm. This is really general. I'm using you as an example because you're my friend. So if it's you, Aziza, right? For example, or my wife, or anybody like that, right? I feel like I owe you, like the talk. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't owe you the silent treatment. I owe you the talk. Yeah. If we have a problem, I feel like we gotta fix it because yeah. I'm not gonna let shit cool down. Like Barky, like we some unknown people and we don't know each other. Hey, what I swear to God. Because I, I know you and you know me. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever I'm mad about, right? Mm-hmm. The only, I don't hate you and you don't hate me either. No. At the end of the day, we both know that. So there shouldn't be any, oh, I got to calm down. Exactly. I'm going to say something I don't think. Exactly. As a, why is the conversation why seen as a something negative? Like it's not a polo, like it's a conversation. Some people see it as negative. Exactly. You feel me? Now, if it's somebody that that like I don't consider the person or bien you know, I still have cette jeune là avec cette personne. La personne là, I give them the silent treatment. I don't say anything. I'm very nonchalant. As long as I speak, you should be happy because I actually care. <laughs> but if you see me being nonchalant and not saying anything, it's not that I don't care. It's just because stay there. Honestly, I feel like the silent treatment, it can be okay if it's temporary. If it's only because you feel like right now. If you feel like right now, if I open my mouth, I'm going to say things that I'm going to regret. Deja, when we're okay. upset, we're so vulnerable. So, he tells us that when you're angry you shut your mouth mm. you just because that's when shaitan is he's literally like you're more vulnerable yeah. to him he can make you say things you didn't even want to say or things that you're going to regret and you know you can't take back your words so i feel like mm. if i'm giving you the the silent treatment right now because i know i'm so angry that i'm gonna say things that are that i'm gonna regret things that are gonna yeah. hurt you and things that i didn't mean then it's just for me to cool down Mm-hmm. Until I can sit with my thoughts and know exactly how I'm going to communicate with you. Mm-hmm. In that case, I, I feel like that's the only, yeah. that's the, maybe that's the only case silent treatment isn't toxic. Only if it's yeah. temporary. Mm-hmm. I think if you know you're going to say something you regret and stuff, then yeah, you should come as a But I just think that a conversation should still be had at some point. Like you right. should still have the conversation. Et tu dois pas garder les trucs dans ton cœur, en fait. You should always. Yes. Yeah. So that, that brings me to this question. Right. What's your question? How, how long? How long do you think a you know, like you know, a reasonable silence treatment should last? Exactly. Ah, uh, until like I'm no longer angry to the point that I might say something I might regret. But that could but be too late for that person. That could be too late. Exactly. No. What do you think it's too late? it doesn't. It doesn't take me like two days or a whole day to get over something. I just need to sit by myself. Think about it. Focus on what happened, why it happened, how I feel. Acknowledge my feelings, and then I can communicate it with you. At this point, I have to think about how I respond to this situation. You know, mm-hmm. and you need to be understanding about what's 
I'm actually going through and why I um, don't want to speak at the moment, but to understand that I will come forward to you about it in mm -hmm. a few hours, but sooner or later, I will come forward to you. But okay. either way, when somebody is and you love that person, you need to be patient with them. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like a good way, a good mm -hmm. way to like, also like make this communication healthier is to let the person know i'm not in a position where i can talk to you right exactly. now ah, is to tell them if i if i speak to you right now i know you want to talk about this but exactly. I, I just, if i do it right now things are going to go south real quick so i will get back to you i just need time to sit with yeah, my thoughts at the end of the day at you're having the conversations too exactly. exactly you should let the person know which okay you're going to cut this but which leads to the next question of if your husband if your spouse has a different way of processing their emotions so i feel like this is part of the communications mm -hmm. that have to be done before like it is yeah let's say i have to know how aziza handles things and she has to know how i handle things so that when we're in a situation i know that this is how she's going to react and she knows that's how i'm going to react mm -hmm. and then we're going to understand each other you know oh aziza is the type of person to let shit sit sit for like an hour It comes mm -hmm. out when she does it, I'm gonna know. She mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. yeah. Rama, ce que tu as dit, c'est important. I feel like you should let the person know that you're mad right now, is all you're not in a position to talk. Because I've been in that situation before where like I've given the silent treatment, but I let it sit for too long. Et genre, après que je, genre, quand j'étais plus fâchée, I was like, okay, it's too late for me to talk about it. Because like, we move on, you know, we moved on, tu vois. Right. Et genre, I, it happened to like, where another situation came up is genre I felt the same way again is genre the old feelings came back because genre, mm -hmm. I did not express those feelings that I let genre, I let sit for too long does, that, does right. that make sense it makes sense it totally makes sense yeah to see how all of y'all came out to one good and very complete answer yep that's the beauty <laughs> that's the beauty of how people need each other yeah Really? Yeah, for sure. Madani, do you see yourself practicing polygamy in the future and why? Can you say that again, please? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. The question is, he heard me, but he don't want to hear me. The question is, do you see yourself practicing polygamy in the future? And if yes, why? If no, why? Okay. Um, I grew up following my oldest other people's you know steps mm -hmm. so they've raised me in a household with one woman mm -hmm. as a mother and you know I based off my future off of that mm -hmm. but I've also met people that were basing their futures off of that and then got to a point where their mentalities changed mm -hmm. so now for the person I am now I'm saying no to polygamy and no to see myself you know practicing polygamy in the future but that's mm -hmm. for the now that's for the now that's here today speaking to you i don't know that's what the fair. now i don't know that what the now of tomorrow is going to think that's fair because you don't and know what the future holds hopefully you know i'm going to have me my one woman that's going to mm -hmm. be the four to eight others in mm -hmm. one you see with me mm -hmm. because i feel like it's more entertaining that way I'll, I'll, and then I'll definitely invest, be more invested on learning how to know one person mm -hmm. and learning how to know others. You feel me? At the same right. time. Right, right. Okay. What about you, Kalidu? Um, 
I can use family to say um, no, but actually I'm not going to use family. I'm going to use me. Mm-hmm. The thing is, right, um, mm-hmm. I've tried handling a lot of women, right? <laughs> listen, listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah. It's not it for me. It's not my thing. I can't <laughs> handle it. My head can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like too many lies. Too many like um even though we're we're talking about marriage, but I feel like it's just too many tricky stuff, too mm-hmm. many oh my them feed, too many sajma, two families, you know? Like mm-hmm. got Two um, families, more bills. Yeah, you like the man. More bills to pay. More responsibilities. More All of that, you know. And yeah, that's, like, not, that's not stopping. Huh? What you that's, that's still not. I'm not gonna lie. If it was that only, that would have still stopped me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like man I like um complicated women. Okay. I don't want a woman that's not like, like that's just easy. Mm-hmm. I like I like women to be complicated. So mm-hmm. the thing is, I don't want too complicated women. <laughs> One, I feel like it's enough, you know, for it to annoy me for the rest of my life. <laughs> and that's that's it. That's where I stand by for now, and that's what okay. I want now. And when I say complicated, I don't want somebody that just. That, that like brings problems and everything, but I'm talking about somebody that just doesn't, you know, just yeah. say yes to everything. No, I think I get what you're saying. I think we yeah. get what you're saying. All I'm right. Notebook act. Let me let me write this down. Can I do a speech? Actually, I'm proud. No, I'm proud. I'm proud. I wasn't expecting this. And for those that are listening, for the men that are listening, mm-hmm. handling a lot of women is... <laughs> Is not it, Phil? Hello. Say it louder. Say it louder. Hey, hmm. I I took a I y'all took a hit for y'all. To him. y'all it's level to this he's he's talking from experience, so y'all I y'all took a hit for y'all. Oh my god! Right? And I'm done with all that, you know. Periods. It's called growth. He's grown now. I'm not going to tell y'all the current situation, but please don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. The last question is for the women, for the ladies. And the question is, would you stay in a polygamous marriage? Ooh. <laughs> Good question. By Go saying, ahead, Jima. Yeah, okay. So Go. I just think it's very complicated to say it when you're not in the situation. Because okay. I'm, I'm a romantic, okay? Like, I feel like with all the feelings that I will have for that man, like, I'll be, I'll be a whole clown. Like, I'll be so in love that it's going to be hard for me to go. I felt that. I really it's felt hard that. for me to go, but I really don't... Personally, I don't want to be in a polygamous marriage. Like, I just think it's going to be so hard for me to live through it. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, like, it's accepted in the religion for a reason. And mm-hmm. at some point, you know, if you want to embody, like, all the things the religion says and stuff, you have to accept it. Mm-hmm. But... And yeah, so if I combine that, like the religious, the fact that it's in the religion and the fact that I'm a whole clown, I'm going <laughs> to say, <laughs> I'm going to say, but you know what? We never know. So yeah, but in a perfect world, I would be the only one. So yeah. Period. All right. Who's next? 
expectations. Is that you want to go or you want me to go? So personally, I don't really see myself in a polygamous relationship just because like I don't see that for myself. Um, I don't dislike it. I do not um, demonize it or anything like that because that's one aspect of my religion and I love my religion. But as for myself, je dirais que ce n'est pas un l'idéal. It's not mm -hmm. like my first go-to, let's say, mm -hmm. because I don't see myself sharing the person I love. Exactly. Knowing that everything I I am going to live with you, you're going to live it with somebody else. Everything you tell me, you're going to tell that to somebody else. Finishing your day, like, with someone other than me, I... I, I don't think I would be able to personally handle that. Well, no. mm -hmm. And again, I've kind of seen like a lot of drama around it in our community. Just like, Girl, the voodoo, please. I don't see that for myself. Well, no. I felt or that. my children. What about you, Kumba? Yeah, I have, yeah, I have so much less to worry about. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you, let's Kumba here first. You can call me selfish, but I'm just not with the idea of like sharing. Like, I don't think personally, I don't see myself doing that because, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not going to talk more about that. May I feel like before marriage, we're definitely going to have that conversation and mm -hmm. I'm going to know where he's standing, like where he stands about that topic, mm -hmm. you know? Men Men lie. Exactly. Men lie, that's, that's true. They that's tell you what thing. you want to hear. But then, that's the thing, Jean. If we have that conversation before, and I let him know that I'm not okay with that, Jean, I'm not okay with, like, sharing it with some, and he still, like, decides to do it after marriage, he should not expect me to stay either, you know? Mm -hmm. Because, like, mm -hmm. we had that conversation before that. Very true. I don't see myself staying. I don't see jamais. I'm not going to say it could never be me because I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with all of y'all. I mean, personally, I can only speak for how I feel right now because I don't know what the right. future holds. I don't know. God, I could say, that could never be me and God's going to put me exactly in that situation. Humble so, you. He will humble you. So right now, I, would say, you, <laughs> I don't see myself in a polygamous marriage. I don't see myself doing it at all i i don't see myself sharing my husband it and i don't i'm not disrespecting it obviously for the people who are doing it good for y'all cute everything but not for me like i just can't see myself sharing my person like to me marriage is like being you're choosing to spend your the rest of your life with this person like this is my person it might sound selfish but i don't see myself sharing yes. it with somebody else so yeah so if i tell you before we get married I don't want to do this. I don't want you to do this. And eventually you do it. Like, don't be surprised if I just get up and leave. Like, that's it. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's, it's, all about, it's all about what you can handle. Some people can, can handle it. Some people can stay. But me, because I know myself, I know that it would get to the point where it would affect me mentally. And honestly, it's just not worth my, my mental health. Majority, everything is conversation. If like beforehand the marriage, you guys have a conversation about this, and then you tell them how you feel about po uh, polygamy, and they tell you how they feel about it. If the man decides to be uh, a monogam, 
and then in the middle of the marriage he just decides like to switch up that's kind of like trahison Where? yeah it's it's it because you guys had agreed i'll, I'll call that growth what you, you talking about this is yeah. no but the thing is if you if you realize if you realize in the marriage that oh you want to change your mind just let me go like honestly yeah you can well, go marry her words, just yeah. just be honest yeah. with me and just give me a divorce i'll leave you can have her for 30 years like imagine being yes. for like five years and then getting married for bro it's gonna be so how the hell i give you 30 years of my life all of a sudden you want something i know no 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 i i'm totally make je suis totalement avec toi genre i i would i don't want that but i'm not saying i'm saying like i just building a life with someone for 30 years and then obviously they break your heart because that's it feels like grave. betrayal it's betrayal yeah, like like I, I call it i would call it wrong that's why you see so many women in abusive relationships not being able to leave because there are feelings that are involved like you're personally i'm someone yeah Yeah, we're talking at the same time. We're talking at the same time. Kaidu, shut up. It's not. It's not the men's turn yet. This is the women's question. Okay. Everybody knows like in what kind of environment or aesthetic they want to go about their life. And it's their business. You know, let's be honest. We don't let's be honest. I feel, like, I feel like we're talking from experience. Because moi, perso, je vais parler pour ce que j'ai vu. Ce que j'ai vu, genre, ça, ça donne pas envie. Parce que exactly. Like, oh, I want four wives. Mais after exactly. when the time comes, They don't have the money for it. They don't have the energy that. for it. Well, honestly, They I don't know keep any successful it. polygamous marriage. Totally. Like, there's mais, always mais drama religion, within the families. There's always 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 the way, Let me tell you about that. As the way God possible, genre, the way God like tells you to do it for the men. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, but if the way Allah says said to do it, I've had voilà. will do it. Up. I personally they don't do it that way. None of y'all can. Let me tell y'all though. Let me tell y'all something. Can't even a successful marriage woman. period that that is political or monogamic not political monogamic a successful marriage period of course you're not going to hear about it because it's the base the base of that success is that silence mm-hmm. and, and you know sutura mm-hmm. No, but y'all not. Je suis d'accord avec toi, Madani. Y'all not, bien sûr. No, but but I'm not. I'm not saying that to <laughs> go against y'all or something like that or whatever. It's uh-huh. just that I have a couple points I wanna I wanna I wanna <laughs> highlight uh-huh. that you guys are not gonna be in favor of. But it's just the way I see things. Go ahead. The moment the moment, the moment that question came out, y'all was all going crazy. <laughs> um. Yeah. But the the second thing is, I completely disagree for all your yeah. answers that's wow. your right it's your right <laughs> explain why <laughs> oh yes uh, no i'm gonna yeah, explain think, my yeah, you, think you think can't disagree. just say that which is gonna disagree because those are personal <laughs> no, yeah. exactly. that's what i said that's your right reason. 
We can only the agree to the reason. The reason why I'm saying this is because I believe that none of us, no matter how much we put ourselves in other people's shoes, none of us can answer those questions like that unless we really go through them ourselves. Exactly. That's why we said that we can't speak for the future. We just talk yeah. about how we, we feel said right our now. Preferences. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't get that part. We don't want that for ourselves. We don't want that for ourselves. That's but then I just right said now. that if we're being realistic, personally, if I am, je parle de moi, if I am being realistic, mm-hmm. I just know that I am a person with feelings and I know I would want to leave, but it's going to be hard for me. So unless I'm in that situation, I don't know how I'm going to go about it. But I know that I personally don't want it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't have the capacity. Personally, knowing myself right now, I would probably leave, be heartbroken and depressed, crying. <laughs> but I would still leave. <laughs> I feel you. I would leave you. and cry I'm myself to sleep every night. But one thing about me, I'm a leave. So, we agreeing that the la religion elle dit. Okay, je j'ai pas exactement lu ce que la religion elle dit. Donc vous me corrigez. Corrigez si je me trompe. Tout musulman homme doit avoir droit à quatre femmes. Mm-hmm. Est-ce que c'est ça? Oui. Oui. Okay. oui. Maintenant, si quelque chose d'autre qui n'est pas la religion, mm-hmm. mais qui est plutôt une culture ou un truc de société, mm-hmm. vient en chemin, comme le fait de signer polygame ou monogame, mm-hmm. why do you... Um, Pay so much attention to that signature. Madame, you're trying to cut it. Trying to cut it. I think that's not fair because you guys. Okay, it's cut it. Okay, it's cut it. Okay, it's cut it. Madame, that's not fair. You'll be picking and choosing. You're like, ah, yeah, it's the religion, four women. But after, do you guys keep up with the whole religion? They don't. Genre, taking care of all four wives the same exact oui. way. That's the issue. As a man, genre, I don't even want to strive. That's the issue, exactly. What, the, what God said, genre, Imagine. the religion is perfect, but the, the, the people, the Muslims, are the ones who are not perfect. The mm-hmm. men were not... Ils font pas ce que, ce que la religion... Eux, ils écoutent que la partie où on dit l'homme est souvent à quoi, à quatre, ils écoutent pas, ils écoutent pas leurs devoirs, ils écoutent pas, genre, everything that they're supposed to do. But I can say the same thing about all oh, a man. Let me jump in right quick. I'm sorry. So that's that's your justification for paying attention to something that's not related to your religion? Is that what you're telling me? It's not about paying. Moi, je, je, je comprends ce que tu dis. Parce que ce que tu dis, c'est que dans tous les cas, whether there's a signature or not, the man is allowed to take another wife. But the yes, thing sir. is, let's, let's pretend the signature doesn't exist. Huh? Let's okay. pretend it doesn't exist. Let's say we had a talk before the marriage. I told you that if you oh, ever... Oh, that's different. That's I told you different. that if you ever get another wife, I'm leaving you. Should you not see? That's, like... that's, I respect that. I respect, voilà. I respect that discussion. But that's a contract. But it's not about the signature. It's not no. just about the signature. It's no, about no, no. the conversation. No, I just say that the conversation conversation that you have with the person that you want to Mm-hmm. I respect that. I respect the fact that she's going to tell me that. I'm going to take it into consideration what she told me more mm-hmm. than the signature. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. 
en tant que musulman. Musulman, yeah, I agree. Vous savez pourquoi, vous savez pourquoi on est interdit de jurer? Because you're not mm -hmm. supposed to say lies in the first place. Mm -hmm. And you yeah. don't know en what the future musulman. holds. En tant que Yeah, and you don't know what the future holds, so you cannot you swear. You don't know what the future holds. Pour le futur, je sais pas. The fact that you're having a conversation with someone and you are d'accord with quelque chose. Lol, mom, if you break it, I'm sorry, but I like those type of things. I just take class direct to any person I don't want to be for myself with because you know, even même ta parole à toi, tu la respectes pas. So I cannot, I cannot expect anything from you. Right? Which is, I think, y'all talk about it before. And then you turn yeah. around what the person and tell them that oh. all. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, if you want to be close to God, you gotta be, you gotta be close to people because God is within you and within others. Mm. So mm -hmm. if you're having those type of oath with people, it's have it's like you're having a little a little like a little part of it is a whole towards God. Mm -hmm. And towards you too. Right. So you're gonna lie to you're gonna try to fool or you're gonna think you're gonna fool all that. But people that are perspective that have different perspective are gonna see you as just not a worthless piece of shit, but you, you feel me like you're not even worth listening to because you at the end of the day you're just gonna do what flows through you instead of right. sticking to what you said you were still gonna stick to. Right. And again, I'm not saying that men are using the fact that it's a religion pour faire, pour faire uh, quatre femmes, etc. At the end of the day, no matter what they put you on to as their wives, ils auront toujours des, des comptes à régler. Mm -hmm. So, sometimes, even, even before you even get mad or before you let things escalate to some point, if some things like this that you're going to say, moi, je vous dis, hein, les garçons, nous, on n'a pas de, on pas de cœur en pierre. Il y a des choses que vous pouvez nous dire. I swear to God, we're not going to sleep tonight. And the worst is, ça dépend de la personne. Il y a des gens. Exactement. Like, you put them so, so far in your heart. They can say one little thing. You might think, right. oh, this thing is nothing. Bro, I'm oh, telling you, on va pas peut-être pas vous le montrer. Mais bilan, le gars qui va être couché près de vous, il va pas dormir. <laughs> all right so that's all for today guys thank you so much for listening and thank you all for being here i loved love talking to y'all about this i love playing this game with y'all i really enjoyed it and i hope y'all have fun too we did oh, yeah, thank you for being here i'm trying to give a shout out to my mom you know, <laughs> and my dad always been here for me you know first i want to thank me happy mother's day <laughs> Honestly, I'm I really hope y'all all get the partners that y'all want. Amen. The best partners. I hope y'all all get beautiful marriages and that the person you marry is the first and last person you're gonna be with. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it was really nice. Thank you guys.